Merry Christmas and happy feast of the Holy Family. It's a beautiful feast to have. Yesterday was the, the feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr of the church who happened to be a deacon. So it's been a great three days, right? The feast of the Holy Family is celebrated the day after Christmas. The church puts it there for a very specific reason. It's not happenstance. It's because when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior, comes to earth, and finally the Savior is born on this earth, everything changes. Everything is different. Jesus spends his entire time when he is with us in all of the years that we knew and are documented in our word that God's will and following God's will was the most important thing that he could do and that he could do through his actions to teach us to do, to look to God's fa God the Father's will and to do it. And if we, you and I have the courage, the bravery, the character to do that, then we will find a life of joy and fulfillment. Not necessarily all happy and perfect, but joy and fulfilled, which is, can be said about most lifestyles. What other lifestyle, can, what other discipline can you follow to be able to be fulfilled and fully at peace and joy? In order to teach us to find this freedom, he gives us something we call the family. It's a perfect environment to train. What is the family? Well, if we were to go out and we were to ask the secular world, the response would be something along the lines of it's a group of people who really care for each other. And that's not a bad explanation, but like most things, it's absent purpose and truth. For in God's eyes, the family is a group of people that are brought together to, fo to form a domestic training camp. In order for us to be able to learn to become more givers than takers. He creates the domestic church. Our homes are resident versions of this place. So that we might be able to become fulfilled and focused on God's will. The family is a place where we begin to see the benefits of sacrifice of submitting our wills to the benefit of another rather than focusing on ourself. The first commandment, I am the Lord thy God and you shall not have strange gods before me. Well, that means we must put God above everything. Now think about that. Practically, how difficult is this? It's nearly impossible. So we must train for it. And that's what the family's environment is for us. It's a training ground where we can follow another commandment, the fourth, to honor the father and the mother. Think about it. When you and I learn to follow and to honor our mother and our father, we are training ourselves to look to someone else for wisdom and guidance rather than our own egos. And just like all of us know that we, all of us know we are supposed to honor God and we are supposed to look to him for guidance and wisdom, how many of us do it? It's in the environment of the family, by honoring the father and the mother, that we learn to practice looking for that wisdom from someplace other than our own desires. 
Our families are certainly not perfect, but they do train us. The father is the head of the family, as the scripture says in St. Paul. And this is always one that people run from, and I don't blame them. Today, this, this, this scripture is difficult. A woman should submit to her husband. Husbands, love your wives, for Christ loves the church. Let's look at that circular nature of those two commandments from St. Paul. Not commandments, but these two commands from St. Paul. If a husband loves his wife as Christ loved the church, that means that the husband will not, the, the husband will look to God the Father first and always for his will in his role as a husband and a father. He will die to himself and live out the charge of St. Paul with a heartfelt compassion, with kindness, with humility, with gentleness, with patience and forgiveness. That is the role of a husband, to be willing to die to your own will, to support the will of your beloved spouse. Guys, that's a big role for all of us, isn't it? It's an incredibly intimidating role, but it's honestly the only way. God is calling us not to be dictators or to be dominant control freaks, but quite the opposite. He's calling us to be submissive to the call of the husband, the call to get up and help our spouses, our spouse and our children and get all of them to heaven. This is best accomplished by being full of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord, is the conclusion to that call in Scripture. Why? Because it teaches us to look once again to someone other than ourselves for wisdom and guidance, and not just to our own desires. For the family is the crucible of training. It is meant to start us on our way to become what God made us to be. As members of families, we have seen this happen. Maybe not all the time, and maybe our family isn't perfect, and that would be normal. But this feast of the Holy Family should inspire every single one of us, no matter what role you play in that family, particularly the men, to commit yourselves to look to God's will in everything we do in life. For in our family life, let us learn that it is a training ground to learn to submit our will and to live a life that benefits others in our family, not just ourselves. On this feast of the Holy Family, I pray that we all might go home and love one another by giving ourselves to each other. Merry Christmas, and may God continue to bless you.